Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. If you're watching this video, this is not a podcast. This is a live video where I talk about podcasting. You can get the podcast at podcastpontifications.com. Today, I want to talk about America's car obsession and its dominance in the podcasting industry. And I want to relate the two together. That's the fun we're going to go on this little journey with today. So if you, if you, let me actually set the stage for just a moment here. So this idea won't leave my head. So I have to talk about it today. Three days ago, I'm driving down the road thinking about, well, this show, thinking about what I'm going to do for a podcast pontification. And in my rearview mirror is this ancient 1967 Ford Mustang. Now, now, if you're not a car person, don't worry. I'm not a car guy either. Even though I spent 13 and a half years in the automotive industry, that's not, that's, that is totally not me. So I see this car behind me, 1967 Mustang, and it is a rust bucket, but it's driving. And it got me thinking about the American obsession with cars and car ownership, but more specifically, the relationship that we have with cars. And it immediately brought parallels to mind of the Americans' dominance in podcasting. That's why we're talking about this. And I I need to, you, you should understand, if you're not an American, you have cars in your country, I've just came back from three years of living abroad and there were cars everywhere. I drove cars in all sorts of countries, but there is something very American about our relationship with cars. We, we There is this thing we talk about called the Sunday driver, which is just somebody out driving around for absolutely no purpose other than driving around. We do that. Now, maybe you do it too, but we, we have a word for it. It's Sunday drivers and we gripe about them, yet we also go and do it without a destination in mind. Just go for a drive. Very American thing. Although I'm sure other countries do, but it's it's pretty American. By the way, this <laughs> this episode of the show, I might also drive around for a while without much of a point, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to make a, a relationship back. So comparing that, you know, if you look at any of your download numbers for most podcasts around the world, most of their downloads come from America. If we look at overall average, all the podcasts that are happening everywhere, a lot of them come from America. Now, clearly, 350 million people, this is where podcasting was born. There's lots of reasons for that. And there are certainly other countries like South Korea, for example, where 58% of the population are regular listening to podcasts. North Korea, excuse me, South Korea has a much smaller population than America does, so that doesn't impact the global mobiles. But still, when we... When a lot of articles are written about podcasting, they're very American-centric. And I think it relates to America's obsession with cars as much as it does for this dominance. But I want to make this 
pontificating, is thinking about things today, more about the creative side of podcasting. And that's really what I want to examine. I don't want to talk about car ownership. You know, I've owned cars. You probably own cars if you're an American. You drive in cars. But I want to talk about ownership. Forget that. I want to talk about the relationship. That's really where I want to go. So here's what I mean by that. I have a friend of mine who has a deep relationship with a with a car that has never that he has never driven. <laughs> it has been in his garage since I have known him for 25 years. He's been in his garage. And a few times a year, he goes and works on this car. I'm not sure it will ever, ever drive, but he is deeply in love with it. He has a relationship with his car that is probably never going to see the light of day. And I think there are a lot of potential podcasters or podcast creators out there who have a similar love affair. I hear that with a lot of people who have yet to launch their show or thinking about a show or tinkering on a show and doing interesting things. Hmm. That seems familiar to me with the car ownership. Right. Then we have people whose relationship with the car is purely functional. And that's kind of me. I am a, I'm a pretty functional guy when it comes to cars. I've had a couple of cars over the time that I've been proud of. I certainly try to keep my cars clean-ish. But my relationship with cars is not one of super pride. It is simply, it's a functional thing. I don't even really own a car. My wife owns a car. I don't even have one. So that's interesting. Car ownership versus podcast ownership. What does it mean to own a car? What does it mean to own a podcast? Do you even need to own a podcast to use a podcast? I mean, you don't have to own a car to use a car. We have Lyft. We have Uber. We have taxis. We have public transportation. We have friends that have cars. Others borrow those cars. Podcasting can be the same way. Do you have to own a podcast to be a creator? Well, wait a minute. I know some very successful podcasts in their own in their own right who wouldn't be the same podcast they have today if there weren't other people helping them with that. And I don't necessarily mean co-hosts, although I certainly can mean co-hosts. But I mean regular listeners who are also contributors of the show. You can have a relationship with a podcast without actually owning the podcast. You can help create a podcast without owning that podcast. And vice versa, the podcast owner couldn't really make the same show that he or she is making without those people, without those individual supporters. Kind of like the idea of cars. Think about from a an ecosystem, not an ecosystem. Think about it from a, from an economic system. You know, the car industry isn't just simply car makers and car buyers. Translate that to podcast makers and podcast listeners, but it goes much larger. We have an entire industry of people who are set to tweak and modify and change cars, not just build them, but actually tweak them. We have something like that in podcasting. There are a series of podcast consultants out there who can help make shows better. There are a whole series of people out there who will provide voiceover services. With cars, we have networks of highways. We have entire infrastructures built to support cars. But with podcasting, we have networks that are designed to host media files specifically for podcasts. Cars have manufacturers, companies who continue to make new models of cars people buy. Well, we have entire industries 
of creators, of, of, of services that create content. Think Wondery. Think PRX. Think any of the large networks that actually produce and build and create content and release them in the hopes that people actually listen. This is no different from that. Yeah, there's a there's a parallel between our obsession with podcasting and our obsession with cars in America that I don't think is uniquely American. Here's the great, I mean, maybe if there's a point to this entire rambling Sunday drive I'm on right now, maybe the point is that it doesn't have to be this way. And I don't mean that we should change. I think that anybody could do this. That The American obsession with podcasting is maybe related to cars, but anybody else anywhere could do the same things. I think, maybe not in China. China's different. Most of their podcasts are actually uh, consumed for money, not for free. Could be a different thing. Yeah. This is a true rambling podcast pontifications. I'm just thinking about that. What does that mean? What, what, do the, what are the parallels that we can draw? Can we look at how we utilize the things like Uber and Lyft and public transportation, the way that we use podcasting? Are there, are there parallels that we can draw to help us understand how we can be better content creators, understanding that the people that are listening might actually also be creators too. Because actively involved, not just getting on and going, but actively involved, wanting to keep it clean, wanting it to look good, wanting it to sound good, wanting it to be good. I don't know. Rambling Sunday drive, if you will, on a podcast pontifications. That's okay. Sometimes you just need to pontificate and think about things. Maybe, maybe it'll shake something loose for you. It certainly helped me just by not thinking about this anymore because now I've talked about it for 10 minutes. So... Yeah. Hey, thinking about stuff is good. If you need help thinking about stuff, I launch podcasts. That's what I do professionally. I mostly work with businesses, professional service providers. But if you need somebody helping you think about podcasting and the future of podcasting, why, that's me. Get in touch. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro for more information about the services I provide. I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast. Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion. 
is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.